welcome to another episode of the PE Guy podcast. I'm Ben Walker, the PE Guy. And on today's episode, strength training programs and selecting the right ones, I'll be discussing the vast array of strength training programs and how to select the right ones for you. There are many, many, many different strength programs available to you today. So many, in fact, that you might have paralysis by analysis if you try to differentiate between them on your own. So before we get into all the different programs that matter, I want to go over some frequently used terminology so that we, we can all be on the same page and have the same things in mind during our discussion. The first and most important thing I want to do is actually define strength training. Strength training to me can be defined as a planned system in which muscles are trained by contracting against a resistant force with the goal of increasing strength and efficiency of contractions. In simpler terms, you use resistance, i.e. moving weights, to make your muscles stronger. True strength training is planned. Everything else is just screwing around. You can't just wing it and effectively train for strength. You can't just pick an exercise out of a health magazine and think that that is strength training. That's all there is to strength training though. It's, it's just, it's gotta be planned resistance to make your muscles stronger. It sounds simple. Well, it's actually not. Um, we'll get to why in, in a minute. Um, continuing with the definitions, all exercise programs involve exercises performed a certain number of times for a certain number of times. And the first number we call sets, and the second number there we call reps. So sets, they can be considered either warm-up sets or working sets or even cool-down sets, really. Warm-up sets get your muscles ready for the working sets which grow your muscles and increase strength. A rep is an individual exercise that has been completed one time. For instance, most of my workouts call for three warm-up sets followed by three or four working sets of five reps each. If you think back to episode three, strength training and cardio, you remember that there are different muscle fiber types, fast twitch and slow twitch, and they're trained differently. Fast twitch muscle fibers are responsible for explosive movements and are the main muscle fiber types recruited in most strength training programs. Whereas slow twitch muscle fibers are responsible for operating under stress for a prolonged period of time. They're going to be smaller in size than the fast twitch fibers. And the major difference in these two muscle types can be determined by whether an exercise is aerobic or anaerobic. Aerobic simply means with oxygen, while anaerobic means, you guessed it, without oxygen. An example of an aerobic exercise would be a mile run, and an anaerobic exercise would be a sub-max five reps on the bench press. Understand, though, that some exercises may begin as anaerobic and transition to aerobic. The longer your sustained effort, the more aerobic the exercise becomes. Theoretically, the more fast twitch fiber you develop, the more muscular you will look. Um, just 
because of the type, just the nature of the type. You also learned in episode three that there are different types of training for the body and that I'm a big proponent of functional training, which is the the training of the body to perform the movements that you do most often. Most of the time it's sports, sports specific. But one of the most important things a person of advanced age needs to be able to do in order to maintain independence is to simply stand from a seated position. It's a common movement that needs to be done many times per day. Functional training would be doing squats to keep those muscles trained. So, you know, so when I talk of strength training, I tend to be of the belief that the most impactful strength training will also be functional. I also believe that compound lifts are the best to incorporate. Compound lifts are lifts that require you to engage more than one joint to perform. Squats, bench press, deadlift, overhead press, all of the Olympic lifts, these are compound lifts. The squat requires you to bend at the ankle, knee, and hips. The bench press requires you to use the elbow and the shoulder. These exercises give you the most bang for your buck, the most value to your program. During each lift, there are two phases. The eccentric phase is the extension of the muscle and the lowering of the bar, let's say, while the concentric phase is the flexing of the muscle, the contraction of the muscle to move the weight. So you should be aware and conscious of your muscle group being used during both phases of each lift. A lot of new lifters tend to focus more on the concentric part of the lift and ignore the eccentric, but you should understand that strength is gained in both places, both phases. Another set of terms that I will use frequently is trained and untrained. A trained individual individual would be a person who has extensive continuous experience in strength training. Usually that means five years or more on the average, whereas Untrained refers to anyone that has less than five years of continuous strength training experience. A highly trained individual has the requisite experience, but is also able to apply advanced fitness concepts or create a successful program and actually educate others in an informed and scientific way. If you know about the Bloom's taxonomy of learning pyramid, you can think of untrained as falling into the bottom two tiers of remembering and understanding. Trained is the next two tiers, applying and analyzing. And then the highly trained individual is the very top, evaluating and creating tiers. Moving on to section two, what should all strength training programs have? When you begin your research, there are some guidelines you need to consider when evaluating a strength training program on whether or not it will align with your goals. First is the equipment that you have available. You have to be able to complete the exercises in the program as they are designed. And if all you have is a barbell and free weights, then you need to find a barbell-based program. If you have no equipment, look for a bodyweight program. Just evaluate your equipment. Next, see how much time you have available to dedicate to your program. If your time is limited, the the possibilities of the program you choose are also limited. You want to be mindful of the number of sets and the rest time in between sets here as that will determine the length of each workout 
if it's not expressed in the description. Third, look for the specific type of program you want to follow. For instance, if you're a novice, you want to find a program that targets beginners or the untrained. A good program for beginners is one that will include the building blocks of a successful intermediate to advanced strength training program, like the same exercises. Uh, also, when looking at the type of program to choose, think about what you want to accomplish. For instance, if you would like to try out for a, a football team, look for programs tailored towards football players. Uh, whereas if long distance cycling is your jam, find a program that incorporates exercises to increase the strength and flexibility of your legs that are used in cycling. After considering all of this, look for, pro for programs that are efficient at what they set out to actually accomplish. No matter what you've heard before, you don't need to spend hours in the gym doing insane amounts of exercises to get results. In fact, due to overtraining, that type of program will be quite detrimental. Uh, you want to find a program that challenges you, but does so in a safe and efficient manner. Strength training rep rate ranges should go no higher than 15 reps, all the way down to as little as one or two reps per set. You can also gain strength on performing a negative rep, which is just controlling the weight for a longer period of time than usual during the eccentric phase of the lift. So the lower, lowering of the bars, so to speak. <laughs> and finally, the best program for you will be one that you can get excited about trying. Actually enjoying the program you're working on makes it seem less like work and more like, well, fun. Try to find programs that incorporate exercises that you enjoy doing and it will be easier to go out and complete each workout. Section three, making sense of the program. So I don't know the specifics about you. and I, So I can't tell you what the most effective program would be for you. But I'll try to give you an analysis of what are, in my opinion, the best programs for each level of individual untrained trained and highly trained and I'll tell you in full disclosure that I believe wholeheartedly that the absolute best strength training programs involve mainly free weights and a barbell they use compound lifts as the main exercise and provide maximum efficiency to achieve their purpose you could call these powerlifting programs these are programs that I'm experienced in and believe in um, if you're looking for a pure bodybuilding routine, I would encourage you to begin with the Joe Weider or Arnold Schwarzenegger design program. If you have no equipment or access to a gym, there are a lot of great bodyweight only programs available for free online. But for this podcast, I'm going to continue with uh, information for weight based strength programs with an emphasis on powerlifting. <clears throat> so for the untrained, First and foremost, find the program that teaches. You need to learn how and why. Why does overhead press help to improve your bench press? How do I safely squat? How do deadlifts improve the shape of your booty? Second, find the program that fits your situation, i.e. time, equipment, space available, etc. 
Next, look for a program that progressively gets more difficult over time during each individual workout and for each future workout as well. This is called progressive overload. Your muscles will get accustomed to doing the same things and will adapt, and that will slow your progress. Progressive overload keeps your muscles challenged, so to speak, and prevents stalling and plateauing. Finally, look at or look for a program that you look forward to doing. You make time for things you want to do, and having a program that you will look forward to will help ensure that you actually make time to complete each session. So the, the actual programs, one of the best programs for beginners is Starting Strength, and it's designed by Mark Ripito. Uh, this program is actually all laid out in a book by the same name and author. Starting Strength is considered to be the gold standard in, in introductory barbell routines, um, as Ripito does an awesome job of teaching not only the proper form for the main lifts, the how, but the why as well. Another great program for the untrained is Strong Lifts 5x5. Strong Lifts is a very simple workout that consists of only two workouts with three exercises in each performed three days per week. It's very easy to find time to get these workouts in. Uh, the next great beginner program to me is uh, Jim Wendler's 531. This program is built around the main four lifts squat, bench press, deadlift, and overhead press, and is similar to strong lifts in its simplicity and scant need for time. And then the final program I'll recommend for beginners is Jason Blaha's Ice Cream Fitness or ICF. And ICF is very similar to strong lifts in that there is a workout A and a workout B that are to be performed cyclically three times per week. Uh, most of the major lifts consist of five sets of five reps and assistant work, which is the accessory lifts that ensure a well-rounded physique is all provided. Moving on to the trained, assuming that you have a good general knowledge of exercise and how it affects your body, you want to find a program that focuses on your weakest areas. So this is the best time to ensure that you have an overall level of strength, kind of, and you know that one area is not completely out of balance with the rest of you. So think about the days in your beginner programs that you dreaded the most, and that's usually your weakest area. So you'll apply most of the same principles you did when you were untrained. Always keep learning. Make sure the program fits your situation. Choose programs with progressive overload and choose fun. Programs that I would recommend for the untrained include all the ones for the for the or for the programs that I would recommend for the trained include all the ones that I recommended for the untrained because they're solid programs that will definitely work. But I'll add a few for the intermediate um, lifters. Once you get to where your progress is stalling on some of the main lifts, you'll want to pick one of these to change it up and kind of break through the, the plateau. And the first program I'll mention is Glenn Penley's Texas Method. The Texas Method builds off of the beginner routines and challenges a lifter on 
two of the three workouts per week with the workout in the middle as a kind of weekly deload. Uh, another intermediate program I like is Mad Cow's 5x5. This program is uh, great for people who started with strong lifts because it is basically the next step in that line of progression. It's built around the main four lifts and helps break through any plateaus from your beginner routines as well. Mainly because it allows a little more recovery for your central nervous system. And that's that's kind of an underlooked valuable thing is have enough recovery. But that's pretty much it for intermediate lifters. Like I said, the beginner programs can still be effective for the intermediate. That's why they're solid programs that have withstood the test of time because they work. Now for the highly trained, honestly, if you're highly trained, you probably don't need too much guidance on your programming. You know, you know you. Um, if you have a favorite program that works, keep using it until your progress stalls. Then choose a program that complements the former. And I rotate between two or three types of programs yearly. My favorite is an old college football program that incorporates all of the Olympic style lifts with the main barbell compound lifts because it's, it's a blast to me. Uh, once I complete a, a couple of cycles of this program, I use a program that that's designed to increase my one rep max in the main four lifts, the flat bench press, squat, the overhead press, and the deadlift. <clears throat> I also find this program to be a blast because I like to see my maxes improve over time. I'll usually run this program consecutively for two or three months and then either switch back to the football program or to my third favorite program, which is Optimized Volume Training or OVT. OVT involves supersets of exercises that involve the major muscle groups during which the first set is a compound lift second is an isolated lift for the same body part so like bench press before dumbbell flies for example with two minutes rest in between supersets three to four supersets per day and you're finished it's one i use when i know i'll be pressed for time but i want to get results still regardless of your programming though take the time to rest and deload Resting is, is taking proper time off in between workouts, whereas deloading is exercising in a manner that does very little taxing to your central nervous system and allows your body to quote-unquote recharge. Basically, by using lighter weights for your main lifts for a week or two, um, you can achieve this. Anytime you lift heavy weights, especially on your main compound lifts, it's very taxing on your central nervous system and not resting enough or deloading enough can lead to overtraining which you may be doing and not even realize it. but it will be counterproductive to your goals and it can be harmful to your health as well some of the more popular advanced programs um, are the juggernaut method by chad wesley smith Fat and PH3 by Dr. Lane Norton, uh, Brandon Campbell's Full, and Building the Monolith by Jim Wendler. Uh, or you could always do what I do and just try to find a sports-specific program 
developed by a professional strength and conditioning coach. I find these to be a lot of fun and, and highly effective. So in summing it up, there are an almost infinite number of quality, effective training programs out there. I've only given you some of the ones I'm most familiar with. The most important thing I can tell you is to number one, do your research, plan accordingly. And number two, anything is better than nothing. Beginning a strength training program is the first step to better physical and mental health and a better physique. As always, thanks for listening to the PE Guy podcast. I hope you found this episode as enlightening and entertaining as I did making it. And for love letters, hate mail, and everything in between, you can email me at thepeguypodcast at gmail.com. Also, check out my blog, peguypodcast.blogspot.com. Talk to you soon.